Oh, hello, audience. It's me again, Orson Welles. I've given up resisting and nitpicking. At some point, this started to just wash over me. I have to admit, the story that I am understanding within the game is very intriguing. It's lots of very bombastic ideas. Cities held safe by tornadoes. Castles made out of swords. I've become obsessed with Moogles. I draw them all the time. They're amazingly cute. I want to know more about the game itself, but I keep being distracted by their antics. These two imbeciles obsessing over the perplexus balls and pizza cutters. To make matters worse, I have fallen into a banana binge. In the past week, I have sampled no less than 300 of the yellow morsels, and its effect on my body, my regularity, is disturbing indeed. But I never knew there were so many varieties. When I was growing up, there was one variety, the Gros Michel, and it was delicious. Now they range from chalky to boogery, and I don't know what to think. I'm trying to pay attention to these episodes and understand what's happening in this game, but these bananas. They all taste the same now. I don't know what to think. This whole experience has me all screwed up and gassy. What is watching these two idiots doing to me? Am I a reflection of them? Or are they a reflection of me? It does not matter what any of these answers truly are. Perhaps there is something to be found in the search. I'll have to think more about this and do something about this gas. Perhaps the Let's Play is a more formidable form than I had given it credit for. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 16. Yep. Man, we're really deep in now. <laughs> we're deeper than we were last week. That's right. Yet going yet deeper. <laughs> Still early on. <laughs> Yeah, we're still like in the first quarter of the of the season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're about to head to Clara. Last week we caught up with Dagger and Steiner and Marcus and Trino. Watched them do some stuff. We entered the giant sand tornado, mm-hmm. and there was a big tree inside of it, and that was where we left off. Mm-hmm. But with it being a brand new day, day four of gameplay. <laughs> that means there's a breakfast today. You know, I think one argument for why we should just do long sessions no matter what is fewer breakfasts. Fewer breakfasts. Like, it's happening too often. Yeah, it was just like three episodes way ago too that we often, had breakfast. And it gets really difficult to make these interesting at all. Well, this day I remember <laughs> had a unique element to it where I got in my head that I wanted to make my grandmother's old double stuffed potatoes recipe mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And I figured that we would like go to the supermarket in the morning Mm -hmm. make breakfast or something like a you know and then throughout the day be making these potatoes that would eventually become like a big dinner Mm -hmm. but this kind of messed up how breakfast or lunch would be and you were like I need to eat something now though and I was like so we wind up in like a weird because 
we were just under a lot of stress at the time too. Mm-hmm. I think just like little things were becoming stressful. Like, my my memory of it is that I showed up really hungry, mm-hmm. and you laid out this huge plan that amounted to like eating baked potatoes many hours later in the day. Yeah, was I was like, like, I was like, I want to set up the scenario so that we can have a cool dinner that we're making all day. I was like, I don't really like potatoes. I need to eat something like sooner than and that. And I'm like, we can make breakfast now. Well, but no, I, what you said it was. Became, what you well, said was like, well, see. we can, I'll just grab, you know, can you just eat cereal? And I was like, I no, I don't want cereal. Right, right. And then, and then, and then you ate like a nut roll, but that wasn't enough. We're going to see. I'm excited it, to see. I'm not excited. I'm dreading it. Yeah, I'm a little I'm bit dreading like, <laughs> I'm like getting mad again about like, just like, you had this weird fixation on making these potatoes. And I, I just I, started I was like, get, this should be a big meal for the season. And it'll be like today, throughout the day, we'll be making them. And that, that's like a dinner plan that I'm trying to set up early in the day. I don't know why, but I felt like it was just like in my way. And I was like, what with these potatoes? <laughs> I was also like, that's not a meal. It's a potato. Well, like, I was I also going to make steak. And you were like, that's not a breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are we going to eat right now? And not I was like, eight hours like, well, from that's now. like, I'm trying to solve both problems. But no, like, you were Ignoring, you were completely ignoring one problem. Like just entirely, well, off the table was eating. I am anything other than potatoes. The, you know, it is funny. Like, just and I didn't we- understand why it was happening. I was like, I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I get things in my head, and it just blows up a day. Mm. It, yeah, it didn't blow it up, but there might be some weird tension about <laughs> potatoes running through this. I feel like this was like happening to us at the time because we were like really frustrated with the project, our animation mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. not hearing about that. And it was just like an extraordinary amount of like generalized stress that existed <laughs> surrounding the season. Yeah. So let's get into it because I know that we go to the supermarket. I know that we have a long conversation about potatoes. <laughs> And then we're going to go into Clara. Mm-hmm. Potatoes today. Potatoes today. <laughs> Hello, world. Okay, Haley. Come here. Come on, Haley. Let's get this going. Got another big day of Final Fantasy IX planned. <gasps> Haley. Come on. Let's go. So we're starting the morning with a little driveway skating. Yeah, you had just moved in here, and we were doing a lot of skating in your driveway since this was like a new thing you had, this long driveway. And I had recovered from my shoulder injury and still had the skateboard that you had given me as Mm -hmm. a gift for my birthday. You'll always have it, so you can always get hurt whenever you want, (laughs) Exactly. You want to go over here? You want to do this one? Come on. All right, you ready? Come on. <laughs> I know there's dog shit everywhere, so I'm not going to bail into yeah, the grass. Yeah, I haven't, uh, <laughs> have not picked it up yet. Oh, grass Haley. is cold today. Did you make it down here? I rode for like a few feet barefoot. Nice. Hippie style. It's not ideal. Some people think it is, but I disagree I strongly. I can see. Haley, don't eat that soil either. Hey, stop. Day four. It's finally here, day four. Everyone's favorite day of the year. Everyone's favorite day of the year. (laughs) Now we're talking. Okay, I'm hungry. Yeah, what should we eat? Here's the thing, so we should make a breakfast, but we should also probably figure out like a dinner 
or like a late lunch mm -hmm. that we should plan and try to execute. So maybe we should go to the store. Okay. Potentially. I think I only have those two eggs that you saved. Okay, I already see where this is going south. Because, like, <laughs> since we had two, like, short sessions... Right. I came in with, like, a plan in my head that we're going to play as much as possible today. Just a laser beam of play. And now not only is that being threatened, but also it's like I'm being caught off guard with, like, we got to wear cameras and go into the supermarket, right, which, which fucks is, me up. Yeah, I'm that's like, already putting you on edge in ways I'm that I'm like, are... oh, okay, I need to, like, put on defenses to, to like, not feel crazy. Yeah, like... Oh, Oh god, the the enemies are at the gates. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. Exactly. Ugh. I'm Ugh. like fight or flight. I'm putting on sunglasses and a mask. I'm it's been very self-conscious, but if we're gonna do it, we probably should just try and self-check out. We should definitely <laughs> We gotta go somewhere self-check out. I had walked into the day because we had only been making breakfast from what was already in my fridge with the idea of like, let's make a meal throughout the day. And mm -hmm. that was also I should have gone to the supermarket beforehand, because that's where we are, is you that we don't have enough eggs. You also should have thought of something more involved than that. That's the, the other thing is I'm about to talk about <laughs> like, like all day we're gonna make this meal. And it's, it's the like simplest the, it's shit. It's like you bake a potato. It's, <laughs> I thought it would be more. <laughs> well, the legendary memory of your childhood. Yeah, it was my grandmother's buds, potatoes. You know? And I thought, you know, I knew that there was more than... After you bake them, you got to cut them open. You got to do some stuff to them. You redo it and then you put them back in the oven. You know, I thought this would be... Um, flavor it's for like the as season. a kid you're like there's nothing more complex than a deviled egg like there's <laughs> no, there's no, i mean they they changed the yolk well i was trying to think about like we should do something a little more ambitious at some point for a meal and last night we were hanging out with a friend of mine who's israeli and we were talking about rush hashanah dinner yeah and i was there yeah yeah well what, what was the people? item though well the item that I, I remembered, remember that. which kind of opens my mind up to an entire universe of possibilities. Mm -hmm. There was a recipe that my grandmother made. There are many recipes my grandmother made that are fucking amazing. But there's one in particular about something called double stuffed potatoes. You like hollow out the potato and then you basically like make a mashed potato out of that. It's like a deviled potato. Re it's like a deviled potato. That's that a great idea. That then gets like rebaked Sounds like in a the better oven. potato skin. It's mind-blowing and i've only ever seen it at my grandmother's house well we should do it it doesn't sound that hard i didn't want to do this <laughs> but i also didn't want to look like i didn't want to do it right like i was like i have to be up for it you wanted to and be I down i didn't want to do it but you weren't <laughs> i was not <laughs> there are other things i have questions about hollowing out the potato do we use a drill what's the how do you do this uh, you cut it in half and then you scoop it like it's oh okay okay i was imagining like a potato that looks intact it still has like a quarter inch layer of potato <laughs> inside and has like a hole on the end like but a it's a total it's a full it's potato, a full potato no, no. and you've somehow these are halves and then you get like a turkey baster and you re-stuff the potato in imagine if deviled eggs were like that and you had a full egg that you had re-injected with like mayonnaise I mean, and mustard that would really be great wouldn't it yeah but that's not how it's done usually. Can you imagine biting into a hard-boiled egg and it's deviled inside? That would be and it looks so like good. Perfect. It would be great. But yeah, I think we should do the potato thing. That sounds fun. 
yeah and good and maybe i could just like get some steaks that i could do on the grill i was just thinking we should try to find some more ambitious meals and i'm like i don't even know what like the theme would be i don't I know did if you remember that thing i cooked for breakfast but i i don't like the shade you're throwing at it because it was pretty fucking insane that was insane it, it I, wasn't amazing I but you can't the, say it wasn't it ambitious I, no it's sorry <laughs> i meant non-breakfast meals and non-frozen pizza like, I just meant, you know, dinner. You're still throwing shade. You're, like, <laughs> you're like making up all this shit that, like, my thing I made doesn't count. It was amazing what you made. It was an ambitious meal. Other, what I meant was that I wanted to make ambitious dinners. Because we had made ambitious breakfasts. Like I'll, I'll leave had. it. I'll leave it if you will. I don't need to <laughs> litigate it anymore. <laughs> I meant more. I know what you mean. I'm just... I know what you, you mean. know what I mean. Like real food. That's uh, exciting. <laughs> well, not just like you opened the fridge and like threw together something incredible with eggs, but like we'll like plan a, a, a thing that has many steps. The dish I chose has shockingly few steps. Yeah, there's some real dissonance in your reasoning here. Let me read the recipe. Uh, <laughs> First of all, she wrote it all out on a, like a three by five index card. One. You bake some potatoes, you cut them in half, you scoop out the middle, you add to it three tablespoons of margarine or butter, three tablespoons of milk, and one teaspoon of salt, and you beat it together, and then you put them back in the shells, and then you sprinkle it with cheese, and you broil it for 15 minutes. Yeah, so... Th that's that's <laughs> it. You know what's funny is at this point in the recording, I hadn't even looked up what the recipe I know. was. So I'll go find the recipe for that. But what should we eat for breakfast? Yeah, we should probably... I, we can't... I can't go, go to, to the, the store, store right now. No. no, we should do that sometime, but I gotta eat. I make a weak attempt to push this to another day, which just, <laughs> just gets completely <laughs> deflected. You check the fridge, and there really isn't anything to work with. There's less in there than I thought. God, this crisis again. What are we gonna eat? If we're going to the store, like, I could do just having, like, some cereal or something small right now, and then... But, I mean, it's already almost two. No, that's not right. Okay. That's still on Chicago time. It's 11.30. <laughs> the fact remains, it's already 11.30. Like... <laughs> That's totally different. I feel like I'm being totally clear and reasonable here. I'm like, the day is almost over. Mm. <laughs> I'm hungry right now. You were off by two hours. It was 11.30. I corrected 11 it. It's like already 11.30, and we were planning to get a long one in. I, I'm... Well, that's where I was like, well, if we have... See, I'm capable of having a small breakfast. I know, but I've been saying I'm hungry. I'm, I need to eat. I, know, I need to eat a meal. I, yeah. And then you keep going like, yeah, we'll, we'll like, eat. And then you change to, well, I'll just have a snack. Well, I was, and I'm like, well, I gotta eat. There's two eggs in the fridge. We can go up to the store and pick up more eggs and then come back and make breakfast. Or we could like get some other breakfast or something. But like, we need to go to the store. There's not food in the house. So like that has to happen. It, you know, what? Time is uh, slipping away is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying, like, getting something small and going to the store and then, like, getting a meal going soon after. Like, like right now we go to the store. Right after we eat, like, a okay, bowl of cereal okay. yes, yes, or something. Sounds like a plan. I finished up I'm the... I'm gonna uh, get a nut roll. Okay. I finished the, uh, nut Cheerios yesterday. Okay. I don't really want to eat that thing. I'm already eating this candy. I finally look up the potato recipe. And that's it. And it, it, seriously, that is, okay. I, it blows my mind that how fucking simple that so is. so delicious, but I'm going to throw it out there that that's not going to help us right now. 
today because it's going to take like an hour or more to make, and then it's not. It's going to be so heavy. Like I need. We need to eat food like breakfast. Oh yeah. Well, what? Why don't you have some cereal? Like I don't know what. What do you? Well, what do you mean? I, well, I. Well, because I thought the plan was to go get some food to then eat. As right, a meal. Right, right. And this sounds awesome, but it also doesn't sound like a meal. It sounds like it'll make me fall asleep right now if I just eat it. I figured we were making this for dinner or like late lunch. Like oh. I thought that we were having breakfast and that we were going to the store and then we were going to come back and play a little and make food. You, I, you said we'll eat a little something, go get food, and then make it. When sure. We're back. Yeah, we could do that. But I'm, I'm totally sorry. I yeah. At this point, I think I'm just cranky. I'm trying to find some way that this doesn't make sense <laughs> and like refusing to see that I could just figure out breakfast on my own. The hanger has begun. I just want to like get to playing and like Why don't we make some play eggs for eggs? a long ass time. We can make some eggs. Um, Cause if we do this and then make this, then we won't start playing till like probably three. What? No, I was imagining that we would, I figured we start, no, I, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Like, I, I just figured that we would play and then one of us would go off and start doing this. This is very simple. We'd put it in the oven. It's going to be mostly just in the oven and off hands. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying we need to get more than the, just the potatoes. Like, yeah, we're going to get a steak. Okay. okay. Yeah. To do it too? Yes. But for dinner. What do you want to eat? I don't know. I'll just make an egg. Haley, get out of here. Sorry, I think the thing I didn't communicate well was um, that I thought that what we were eating right now would last us like two or three hours. Yeah, so but what I'm saying like is early. two or three hours will be like not very long into playing and then we'll stop and start cooking a thing that takes a long time that we won't eat till later that'll be done in like two hours which we'll stop to play again. Okay, I hear you. Yeah, I did not correctly communicate the vision I had <laughs> for the day. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I'm anxious to get going on the game and I don't want to be like, just not starting throughout the day. So you cook and eat an egg. All right, let's tape ourselves up and go. Okay. I mean, we don't have to make dinner tonight if that's- No, it's not. That's all I'm saying. It's fine. I just needed to eat. I was starving and I was anxious to play and I wanted to get going. And right. it was like, we're going to the store, put on cameras. <laughs> you look pretty awesome. Nobody's gonna fucking talk to me if I have all this stuff. No. We go into my Vons? Yeah. And so we set out on the first adventure of the season. Yeah, we're headed to Vons. We're gonna be kind of cutting back to Haley at home as she has her hijinks alone mm -hmm. throughout this. So anytime you hear the game music, that's cutting back to Haley, Haley doing something. Being in the living room and waiting for us. Just imagine Haley doing something a dog would do. You like know, looking standing, out the window, looking. Jumping from the couch to the floor. No, this will be great. I it's just like hungry panic and I, you know, I just think it sounds like a great idea now that the food is settling in. Good. That's the sound of Haley fucking up some Venetian blinds I have. Like this is gonna look really weird. Mm -hmm. That's why I have the skateboard because uh, this is my job. I'm a skateboard vlogger. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, since we were self-conscious about having cameras on our heads in a public space, you had the foresight to bring a skateboard because mm-hmm. people will think you're doing I'm like something. up to something filming. There's something I'm actively doing. I'm just dropping by the store yeah. in the middle of it. You like, know? no need to worry. No need to, yeah, I have so many hang-ups about filming in public. And I mean, honestly, I think it's like wrong to do. So <laughs> yeah. it's like I have to think That's of all these like this. costumes to yeah. put on because I get so like if I see someone else doing it i'm like get the fuck away from me (laughs) just on the off chance that i'm in the store i don't want me to judge me you're my cameraman yeah maybe i'll hold it in my hand i'm gonna do a sick trick today that's why we have these on we were just stopping because we noticed this place and realized we needed totally reasonable a totally reasonable thing to do the amount to which nobody gives a fuck that we are filming this i couldn't overstate it yeah i know i know i have this whole backstory ready which to be fair if you're going to be out in public you should have a fake backstory you should always be ready somebody is going to ask you with a fake backstory thing yeah this place is huge so this is how the other half lives yeah that's right what the fuck why is my bond so shitty dude i don't know Bonds is the most variable. It's like hell on uh, earth. Dude, I swear. Most... Where are we? What are we looking for? Oh, we should also get some eggs. So we pick up the eggs, some butter, Hawaiian buns. Mm-hmm. Let's go around here. That's this way. This that's, is the exact thing that's that it. I was thinking, yeah. We make it to the potato station. The potato station. Where we're gonna <laughs> pick up some russets. Get some good stuffing ones. Do we need garlic or anything? I don't think so. It's a surprisingly spare recipe. So with our potatoes in hand and a bunch of other stuff. A selection of vegetables. And eggs and whatever else. Yeah. Steaks. Did we already purchase that giant bin of bad chips? That must happen later. Okay. Because <laughs> we didn't. I thought we were going to get it here. Yeah, no. But we don't seem to have it. It's going to appear one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be very exciting when it happens. But we hit the self-checkout. Is this open? You set it on. It knows that it's potatoes. Holy shit. Oh, it ha- they have barcodes on them. I know, but it didn't scan one. That feels like magic. I think we're good. We did it. Well done. Success. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, that was great. Glad we did that. Mm-hmm. I just really needed to eat. I couldn't even think about that rationally. We start heading home. Dude, you can get a nine-week trial special at the Taekwondo place for $99. I don't think you can afford to not learn Taekwondo. No, I can't. What do you think Haley's been up to? Mostly lying down. Probably. Let's let the audience see what she's doing right now. I bet she was drinking out of the toilet at some point. She usually doesn't do that when I'm gone. Really? Yeah, she's too, like, 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen that much footage of when I'm gone. The reason I thought that is that usually when I give her dinner or something and then leave the house, I'll be gone for hours and I'll come back and the food is still there and then she'll eat her dinner. So I thought maybe she just doesn't do any intake during the time I'm gone. I would hope she's drinking water throughout the day, even if you're not home. You never know with dogs. They're weird. We arrive back home. Haley is excited because she can sense that a car has driven into the driveway. Thank you for protecting me, skateboard. Hi. How was it? Haley. How were you? <laughs> Haley, you knocked your camera backwards just now. Oh, how did you do it? She ran under the chair. Oh, okay. Well. Mystery solved. Mmm. Sliced up a lemon for some sparkling water. Nice. If at any point you're getting water, there's- I would love that. Can, there's a lemon you can cut. Fuck yes. <laughs> Hint of lemon. Cheers. Final Fantasy IX. When we started this podcast, I was eating entire boxes of Pop-Tarts. And now, and now I'm having sparkling water with lemon. You know what that means. Final Fantasy makes you sophisticated. Prove them wrong change his mind. I don't think there's any denying that I'm now a sophisticated in some gradient more sophisticated than I was when we started the podcast. Uh, <coughs> Easy as nuts. Mm -hmm. Well, let me know when you are starting to get hungry. Well, I'm hungry now is what I'm saying. Would you like me to start putting the, the, the meal together? Because like an hour from now, you know, really, I really because that sounds bad to me right now. Right. No, I figure it's really like uh, it's uh, noon right now. I know. It's all happening exactly as I knew it would. We're definitely not ready for Maybe four is too ambitious, but, you know, I mean, we'll play for a while. We'll come out and put the potatoes in the oven. So we sit down on the couch. We're getting there. About to actually play some. The hexagrams are shifting into place. Hey, Haley, gonna need you to absolutely chill the fuck out, okay? Calm down. <clears throat> oh, you're so cuddly, Haley. Uh, yes, this is where we were. We were walking into this place. We were walking into this place. <coughs> Clayra. Clayra. So we're out on the world map standing next to Clayra, which looks like a big tornado of sand mm -hmm. going from the earth to the sky. Yeah. Last episode, at the end, I had seen the amazing cutscene that happens after you walk through the sandstorm, mm -hmm. and you see that Clayra is a city built into a gigantic tree. There was a cutscene that you missed because I walked in, and it revealed the tree within. Just go in there. Figure it out later. Okay. Oh, I'm ready to settle in. Good. Chest. We walk up to the trunk and built into it, there's like a metal circular door and there's like some levers and stuff around. Mm -hmm. So you can see like this combination of like the tree growing around like the infrastructure of the city. And above the door carved into the wood of the trunk is a crescent moon or something. Yeah. And all around the door, loose sand from the sandstorm is like flowing like water, like down channels in the tree. And we're going to see that there's a lot of puzzles here like to get up we've got to manipulate the flow of the sand to like move from screen to screen what is this thing pull the lever the door opened i solved the puzzle phoenix down oh. monsters <laughs> let's do this kina oh yeah oh, magic kina successfully eated she ate that's really satisfying i i enjoy that mechanic uh -huh. 
The fact that it seems like most enemies give you a skill too is good. Yeah. But isn't that, like, there's always a character who can get an enemy. Yeah, but I feel like it's always hard to figure out which enemies will actually give you something and you spend it, like, the paint thing in Wasn't six. it like every enemy gave you one, though? I can't remember. Maybe it was. I thought, I thought that was Maybe it's place. just that we're, like, primed to play this now. I've seen the mechanics <laughs> enough that I can actually engage with them on first sight, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> Instead of, like, late in being like, oh, so we should have been doing this the whole time? Yeah, exactly. We're in a big sandy clearing with, mm -hmm. like, sand waterfalls. Yeah, yeah. Like, the walls and floor of this room are all made out of, like, tree burls. Mm -hmm. Like, that, like, shiny, thick part that you see on the roots and stuff. And we're climbing up. Mm -hmm. It's like a gnarled maze of openings and branches and roots and stuff. Ooh, that was hiding. We got an ice staff. Hoo-ha. Uh, Hoo-ha. Uh. Hoo-ha! can wear that. Should we put on the ice staff for... This has he learned? No, nah, he, not he yet, but, yeah. but this has Blizzara. It's true, but... And we're in... Are we in a place... Did they give us this because we should use it? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah, having picked up the ice staff, I'm wondering, is that a hint that we need this ice staff in here? Mm-hmm. I don't think so, but... I don't either. I don't helpful. remember. <laughs> it is a good staff. The magician oh. shoe. Well, let's put those on, on our magician. Clear head. What's clear headed do? It prevents confusion. Oh, yeah. Nice. Makes sense. When I'm clear headed, mm -hmm. I really don't get confused. I know exactly what's going on. This is a cool background. Yeah, we've emerged out of the sandy under root area to like a giant root that we're climbing on top of, mm -hmm, and you can mm -hmm. hear the tornado blowing nearby. Yeah, we're like walking on a pathway that's like carved into the outside of the tree, like spiraling up through it almost, like an irregular sort of staircase going up. Pretty awesome. Treasure everywhere. An ether. Should I examine I the hole examine it before I put my hand into it? Yeah. We come upon like a little cubby hole in the tree. And it gives us the option to either examine it or put our hand right in it. It's so dark. I can't see a thing. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Sand pours. Sand's coming. I guess there was a lever in the hole. Yeah, some kind of switch gets flipped and like the sand begins like pouring out of a recess above us that it wasn't before, indicating that on the previous screen something must have changed. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, okay. Climb, try to climb up that. Up this thing? Yeah. Nice. Because I imagine like it made a floor appear by pouring sand. And so on a previous screen, the sand has like made the floor higher in a room we were in earlier. It's the same room, but we're on the second floor. Yeah, and we can like walk up to a different place and crawl in through this hole we saw earlier. Oh, I'm back here. But you filled it up with sand. Yeah, exactly. Needle fork. Extremely sharp fork. Man, I would hate to use a needle fork. <laughs> All four are needles? Like just, just stabbing sharp, yourself sharp in the needles. How do how could you even It's a very specialized tool. You gotta be very careful for eating tiny things. It's perfect for peas. Yeah. Individual capers. Now she has it on. Yeah. Put on Oh, put on the power belt. Power belt and counter. Equip counter. Yeah. Okay, what do we have to take off? Maybe high tide? Yeah, fuck high tide, I guess. I like how the sand waterfall is also like pouring sand onto the ground, but then the it, it like seeps through like water. Like it's not like Yeah, it's not piling, piling up. up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Got a tent. What are they preparing us for up here? Oh boy. Hello, Koopo. Magnet. Give Monev a letter. Thanks for delivering the mail from Atla. Koopo, strange people came into town and destroyed the entire place. Shit. What the heck is going on, Koopo? I don't want to see any more pointy hats. Monev should be careful too. Maybe he should move elsewhere. Things are terrible in Burmistra, Koopo. Are we going to be okay here, Koopo? I want mail, Koopo. Making our way up the sandy tree, we run into a sand golem mm -hmm. with a big red ruby in his chest. Yeah, he's just a giant animate pile of sand that's mega buff. Look at that. Whoa. Holy shit. What is this guy? Is he a sand monster with a, a little... I thought that was a gem at first, but I think it's like a dude. It's like a... Oh, it's the core. I'm going to attack the core. Gem. But like it's got a like a little, it's like it a little like quato. It's like a little version of him. Do you think sand likes lightning? Or will I turn it to glass? I think I only hit the core. So I think killing the core will kill the sand gum. And we continue on, onward and upward, towards Clara. Clara's that way, but let's see what's up this way. The flame staff. So now we've got the lightning flame. Is that a door up there in that tree? It looks like it but there's nothing to interact with up here. We've got fire, lightning, and ice rods now, which is nice. This is a huge dungeon. It did better be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nope, secret. Mithril vest. Ooh, auto potion. Yeah, but he's learning something, what yeah. is it? Jelly. Everybody's learning jelly right now. Should My, just keep uh, that going? Yeah, I think jelly's worth learning. <laughs> See if you can eat the core. No, can I eat. can't eat that one. Oh, gotcha. Oh, and a killer. We walk into a room with a bunch of like sand whirlpools in the floor, mm -hmm. like different spots you can fall Quick through. Quick sand vibe. Hmm. Maybe hmm. the other way. When you do fall into one of these whirlpools, Zidane starts yelling out, It's pulling me in! Mash X to, mm -hmm. to pull myself out of this! Oh, you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it! Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit. And then I immediately fall into the next one. Yeah, you're just slipping and sliding all over the place. No! Get out the other way, dude. On the, yeah, there we go. Oh my god, Zidane. Nice. <laughs> okay. Water with those leaves. Okay, I don't know which way is forward. Maybe you should go back and pull that thing. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, sorry. No. They're actually tripping us up in this game. I can't, it's hard, you know. Our whole thing when exploring dungeons is to have the instinct to know the way forward and not do that until we've explored mm -hmm. everything else first. <laughs> Sometimes you pick wrong and then you can't go back and I hate it. It's hard to know. It's also pretty. It's hard to tell which way goes forward. So I start making my way back, backtracking to check out an area we had passed, mm -hmm. which means falling into those whirlpools again and mashing X to get out. Maybe the level will let me go up there again. So you pull another lever, altering the sand flow, opening up another way upwards. Secrets. Okay, this is a 
very good dungeon. I kind of think you should fall down. And see what's below. See what happens. So now I jump into the whirlpools and let it pull me all the way down. Okay, it gets you in a fight. Uh, an antlion. It's really just a scorpion, but... I think we're beating one of these. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so, never mind that. Whoa! Clara Settlement. So finally reaching the top of the tree, we emerge out into a sunny, beautiful city. Yeah, there's a town built into the canopy of the tree, and it's all very, like, whimsical village. It's, like, treehouse style. There's all kinds of stairs going across the branches to different platforms. Everything's made out of wood yeah, or tree branches. Yeah, little, like, branches. Uh, blue shingled huts and stuff. And there are two robed rat people who are standing at the entrance. Forest Oracle, Kildea. Might you be Lady Freya? Indeed I am. We have awaited your coming, my lady. And they are excited to see Freya. Mm-hmm. How did you come to know my identity? The king of Bermesia has requested that we guide you to him. Long live the king. Take me to him immediately. At once, my lady. Today, I shall go to see the king. Why not take this chance to rest? Okay. Yeah, good idea. This way, my lady. Active time events galore. Oh, go. yeah, you're right. Every time they split up, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> So Freya goes off to see the king, and we agree to get led around town by the forest oracle. Allow me to be your guide and show you our town. Yes, please. Please walk this way, sirs. I go find yummy yummies by myself. I go find yummies I go active time event on myself. This is our source of water. Ooh. We're shown a beautiful waterfall that's... Mm -hmm pushing a big water wheel. There's all kinds of greenery around here. It's not mm -hmm. so sandy. Yeah, up high above the tree line. Well, we're in the canopy. We're <laughs> yeah, like on we're the in top. the canopy, in the tree line. Mm -hmm. I shall elaborate later on how we have water up so high here. Okay. Now for our next stop. The beautiful town. Yeah, as beautiful and peaceful as this town is, you do hear a constant wind rushing sound. <laughs> because just outside of the frame, there's a huge tornado keeping them safe. Yeah, but they're like in the eye. It's not windy. Right. You know? It just must look so crazy it from up there. It must look insane, yeah. And this is the liveliest part of our town. But there's no market today, so the usual crowd is gone. Let's move on. This windmill brings the blessings of water to our humble town. It uses the power of the sandstorm to pump water up from the ground. Come, next I shall show you the, the observatory. They use the power of sandstorm to pump water. They're using the power of sandstorm by Darude. The observatory is where the citizenry comes to relax. Here we observe our protector, the sandstorm, and here we pray to it. They've got a beautiful gazebo out on the edge of a branch, mm -hmm. and it overlooks just a wall of sand. Yeah, well, you're like just at the top of it, so right. you can see like the top the of the sky sandstorm. above it. Yeah. <laughs> Next is the cathedral, the last stop on our tour. Yeah, I can see why they, they pray to the sand and it protects them, it gives them power. Oh no, I think it kind of sucks. It would suck to live in here. Anyway, the high priest who brings peace to our souls resides in the cathedral. Yeah, do you think that, like, your shoes are ever Like, it's playing? very impressive at the beginning, but this isn't that big of a place to just be trapped in because of a sandstorm that never ends. Just saying. But it's impressive. It seems pretty clean here. It is. The high priest who brings peace to the, our souls resides in the cathedral. The king of Bermesia and Lady Freya are meeting inside this building. 
It also houses the harp whose magic stone powers the sandstorm. Uh, now we're talking. You can guarantee the bad guys are coming for that. Yeah, let's make our way back. Yeah, I think you're right. And that concludes the tour. Thanks a lot. I haven't been a guide in ages. Yeah, nobody ever comes here, huh? Whoa, what's over here? A bunch of money. Fuckload of cash. So the tour ends dropping us off back at the bottom of Clara. Mm -hmm. And off to the side over here, there's a huge sandy area and a giant whirlpool in it. Yeah, like a big sinkhole where the sand is all like fallen down. Really terrifying looking sand hole. That is really scary. Like, I would not get near that. The way they animated that is like, <laughs> oh my god. It's like a grain silo accident. Phoenix Pitman. Definitely an awesome location. No yummy yummies. Active time event. So then, as was foretold, the active time events begin. <laughs> yeah, coming. we could feel it coming. This one's called No Yummy Yummies. And it's all about Kina walking around trying to find yummy yummies. This town got no yummy yummies anywhere. <laughs> you no can make famous Alexandrian ditch queen's meal. You no have famous Southgate bun cake. No South Cape Bunk Cake. No Queen's Meal. <laughs> yeah, I like that it's like a smooth He's, voice. I'm thinking of uh, the guy who quit South Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of, like, too. Yeah, step yeah, on yeah. right over here. Yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that's <laughs> Active time event, don't hate me. Uh -huh. The next active time event is Vivi walking around town and everybody being horrified that they're seeing a black mage. Yeah, all the Burmesian refugees are here in Clara now. Look, pointy-headed devil. Don't come any closer. You demon. Leave my family alone. <laughs> that's just what's going on. Only a tiny fraction of us made it here to Clara. God damn it. I hope everyone who stayed in Burmesia is doing okay. They're not. Hey, that was Burmesian soldier Dan. Oh yeah, walking around town, we're running into the Burmesian soldiers who managed to escape. The Moon Maiden Clare. The sandstorm that protects our town is powered by magic. To keep the storm in motion, we perform a sacred dance to the melody of the harp adorned with the magic stone. Tight. Thank you for telling me that. Thunderglows. Clare has not seen visitors for hundreds of years. You're all reacting to this remarkably well. Yeah, you should be <laughs> freaking out. Yeah, this place has been completely isolated for hundreds of years. They should have made a bigger deal about, like, we don't let people in here, yeah. or there's rules or something. They should be freaking I, out that Zidane is walking around. Especially since these visitors are here bringing, like, new tidings of imminent doom. Yeah, there is a mushroom. There are a they're a mushroom, a mushroom, baby, baby. The next active time event is Kina's. It's called They're a Mushroom. <laughs> and we are just delighted by this choice we've made of Kina's voice. <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> I never seen this kind of mushroom before. Baby, baby, baby. have you tried baby, this? Baby, I hope it ever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of that strange apron-clad individual? A friend of. No friend. I wonder where uh, it learned. She he learned to speak so strangely. Hey baby, why, do you, <laughs> why does he speak with such a? Yeah, it opens its mouth and it's just like I'm looking for yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> 
Will we ever see Bermesia again? I can't stand the standstorm. It's too loud. I agree. It's my first time away from home. Must be exciting for you. Hey, I remember meeting you in Bermesia. Is there anything I can do? Just ask me. Oh. We find a weapons store and we buy a partisan, which is some kind of halberd. We gotta get one of these. And a Maltina racket. Do we have that already? No, there's none in stock. Oh, get it then. We don't have a weapon rod. Should I grab one? Yeah. Just in case. Bone wrists. Get it. We have one, but the mithril armlets are better. We should get a few of those. Going into this person's house. Cool, built into the tree grandfather clock. Yeah, well done. I'm sure the tree loves it. We walk into the inn and find a Moogle. Magnet. There's a letter for Zidane? Yeah, and Zidane gets a letter from Ruby, who's the Tantalus member who got left behind in Alexandria at the very beginning of the game. We were voicing her as a flapper for Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, specifically that one character. I find it interesting that people are just using the Magnet to send letters to other people. She's the only one, but yeah, I guess you can. The rest of the Magnet is You know, if you want to send a letter to someone and you don't know where they are, this is the only way you can do it i guess because that's somehow how Tying this it works to a it just keeps moving until it gets to where they are i decided to start a small theater but mm-hmm. i ain't had any luck finding actors do you know any good actors who are looking for work man how i wish y'all were here come to think of it you tantalus guys look like a bunch of outlaws just kidding <laughs> koopa was she looking for actors i want to become an actor mopley wants to become an actor it's funny to go into a hotel and pitch a tent i was thinking that <laughs> Don't worry, this tent cost a lot more than the room would have. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anyone. Then we do another active time event with Vivi, who's really getting laid into by some permissions. You bastard, you killed my father! <laughs> bastard, bastard, bastard! Well, well, a bit touchy today, aren't we? <laughs> He's one of the demons that sacked Bermesia. I, I haven't heard anyone. Poor Vivi. Yeah. We cut back to Zidane. Mm-hmm. Vivi seems to be in trouble there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I feel like we need to go help him, but I guess we decide not to. We probably could have walked in on that scene if we had gone back. Maybe. But here we are at the top of the tree. Yeah. Outside <laughs> of the palace. Vivi's gonna have to fend for himself. Oh my god, there's too many screens. Playroom people are kind of stiff. They're nice once you get to know them. We're so happy the playrooms decided to take us in. In days of old, the folk of Clara and Bermesia lived under the same sky. Oh, really? But Clarence fled to this tree to avoid conflict with the Bermesians, who began to value the arts of war. We sure are happy they're all here. <laughs> yeah, they're refugees. Oh, casual greens. Okay, I think I can spoil them. you've seen it all. And the active time events. Mm-hmm. Into the church. See if you have any secret money around. Listen, son, the first thing you do when you enter a new building is check for secret money. (laughs) So we walk into the main spiritual center of this town. At the top of it, there's two more of these tree oracles in here, and they have a message for us from Freya. I have a message for Master Zane from Lady Freya. I was told to convey the following. Zane, this may take some time, so please wait at the end. (laughs) Okay. I'm afraid I cannot let you pass. All right, so we gotta go sleep at the end or something. 
So Freya's message is that she's not ready for us yet. These guys are blocking a way forward Mm -hmm. and won't move. But as soon as we walk out of the building, a cutscene starts where one of the Remetian soldiers is like, ah, help. He runs up. The antlion is attacking a kid. So unlike him. Nope. Help. What is the matter? The the antlion's mauling a kid. Oh, shit. The antlion, it's usually so docile. How could, uh... We gotta teach that beast a lesson. This is just like the Gizmaluk. Yeah, I guess the the tree rats have their own monster guardian, and it's a big antlion. But it's acting up. Mm -hmm. It's usually so docile. (laughs) This calls for immediate action. I shall inform the high priest at once. Hey, hey, buddy, where where are you going? These clarins are all so damn lazy. You there, give me a hand if you think you're good enough. They're almost like they're clay ricks, you know? Mm -hmm. You wanna play this part? Uh, Here's the scary hole. The the scary hole. (laughs) So that's the antlion. Back down where there was that giant sinkhole. It's now filled with a huge monster. Yeah, it's like a giant bug with many appendages and huge pincers coming out of his mouth. And on one of his claws, he has a rat kid that we recognize as Puck, the rat boy from the very beginning of the game the that guy bumped who into Vivi. asked Vivi to be his slave yes. to go up with the upward mobility on the uh-huh. rooftops. He's back. Ah, uh, help me. Oh, it's Puck. Have we met Puck? I think he was, like, with Vivi at the beginning. Like, he was running around on the roofs. He was like, you're uh, my slave now. No. Hang, Hang in, in there, there champ. champ. We're gonna save you. Is the child, child alright today? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Like hell, I'm fine. That voice. Might it be Prince Puck? Prince Puck. Freya arrives to help, and she recognizes him as Prince Puck. Freya, where have you been? Oh, he was in town for the uh, play, I guess. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of remember. Yeah. So while we're trying to figure that all out, the antlion attacks. So unlike him. Here it comes! Hmm. Boss fight. You should check what Reese's wind is the next time. Oh yeah. Oh fuck! He uses a sandstorm attack, which leaves three of the characters at single-digit health. Yeah, and blind. Uh, use it. It's a good thing Freya was gone. Yeah. Yeah, Freya had been hanging up in the air doing that dragoon attack. Jump. Jump. While the sandstorm hit. Okay, so he counters. Okay, I'm back in action. Trouble, Mucus. Shit. I'm about to hit him with an elixir, though. Yeah, this is bad. I'm glad that Freya's gone, though. If you just don't physical attack him, you should be able to heal up. Miss. Miss. No, he counters it anyway, huh? Fucking shit. We're nicely leveled for this to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Characters are dying left and right. Oh, God. I don't think it'll kill us, that attack. No. That should be a focused thunder, so... That was a lot. Yeah. It doesn't seem to counter jump, and he doesn't counter magic, so you should be jumping in magic. Well, I just put in a really dumb attack to put in then. Uh, so... Uh, 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 how about that? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you think about that. He didn't He didn't counter that. Maybe it was just like a chance of counter. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat. Oh, maybe you can eat him. I'm gonna eat. Dude, you're doing huge damage with Vivi right now. I'm gonna eat. Damn it! I was totally gonna fucking eat! 
slamming down into the antlion with a spear. Freya kills him. Yeah, we don't get to eat him. That's got to be one of the best fights in the game, I think. That's really, really cool. good. Ah, I, I was afraid that just one. I bet I could have was like nothing here is tasty. Right that close to cool, you know. I mean, I bet I could won that. If you get Freya, you killed Kina's meal. That's where we're going to end episode 16. The antlion is dead. We've made it to Clara. Mm-hmm. Big events are about to unfold. Yeah, I am so excited for next week's mm-hmm. Clara cutscenes. They're really fun. They're really good. This harp is going to play that they mentioned. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just love that dungeon on the way up. Yeah. Like, the sand changing the size of the floors, and then it also being like sand working like water. Mm-hmm. Like there were these big pools that would flow down into each other from waterfall to waterfall, mm-hmm. and it was just like a great environment to go through. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like all familiar mechanics, and not like mechanics, like game mechanics, like physics, but using sand instead mm-hmm. of water. It's neat. And I know in 12, they take the sand sea concept way further. Love the sand sea in 12. Let's see. A big endless grid you have to walk through for like an hour. Anyway. Yeah, the the circular walkways above. Yeah, it. it's like it's like these like <laughs> circles that have three or four branches yeah, off of each one. It's like a web, you know. I remember it vividly. And you know, in that game everything looks identical, so you can never tell like which way is forward or back. Anyway, next week will be super cool. We're like at a point where I think every week for a while we're gonna get like big story stuff. Yeah. Oh, we make the red baron pizzas. Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> We can do more advertising for Red Baron. Because, you know, when you're eating a frozen pizza, you're going to want something thin and crispy and inoffensive. That's my opinion on the matter. Covered in little pepperoni. Oh, but these are the French bread Yeah, ones, these are the huh? ones that you can put in the, in the toaster. Okay, well, if you're eating a pizza, yeah, French bread pizzas are just good. They're just a good American <laughs> food staple, you know? And yeah, I hate to say it, but... We lose footage. We lose footage uh, partway through the episode. Just the gameplay footage. So you'll just be seeing everything from then on. Yeah, you just from the perspective of sitting on the couch, angled to the side because our heads are cocked to the left as we look at the screen. That's to get really, really unideal. (laughs) And then we'll apologize. Oh boy, there's really nothing we can do about it except roll with it. Yeah. It won't be that bad. No. And most of you are just listening anyway. You won't <laughs> yeah. even notice. Most of you don't even give a fuck about this <laughs> video version. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be really fun next week. Oh, but before we go, let's call in the Moogle and see if we've got any messages from the outside. It's time we gave back to those who gave us $25, you know? <laughs> yes, that's the time of the show where we do that. Play the flute. <laughs> Haley, come here. Haley, come here. Come here. She's sleepy today. Yes, Moogle. The Moogle is here. Come here. No, come here, over come there, here. Haley. Over oh, there. This goes to you. Um, what? I think she's, you know, on the off chance that you're, like, punishing her, she just wants to come over here. Yeah, she knows, there is a She knows I'm not in charge of anything. Well. Here's the letter. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I just realized you could take the letter and hand it to me. I can. What a world. It's a 3D thing we have going on here. So, this message is from John Husky. 
I believe we had a message from Julian Husky recently. It reads, Do you like actual play TTRPG podcasts? Do you love seeing quirky little dudes in extraordinary settings? Are you burnt out on Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and want to see what other tabletop systems our vibrant community has to offer? Well, then why not try bacon-flavored podcasts? Our mission is to run all our campaigns in lesser-known game systems and highlight what we believe makes TTRPGs so great. We have Portsmouth Zodiac, a game that's run in overarms, the system that emulates the type of combat seen in Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the stories about a group of people coming together to search for their friend's missing cousin. There's also Torn Flats Fandango, a game about a group of gunslingers who are helping a town get back on its feet after a severe bandit attack. It's run in the Diesel System, a game that mixes the aesthetic of the Wild West with the heart of Mad Max and Borderlands. And why not check out our one-shot using the beta version of Mecha vs. Kaiju? This system plans to be a love letter to kaiju movies and mecha anime. You can catch all of these and more every other Saturday over on baconflavoredpod.podbean.com. Can't wait to see you there. John Husky. That sounds great. Yeah. The best way to learn how to play any tabletop role-playing game is to listen to a podcast where they play it. That's my opinion on the matter. It's a great place to start. I had played D&D for years, and then I listened to a bunch of podcasts where they played Mm D&D, and I was like, I don't know how the fuck to play this game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we played Call of Cthulhu first, and... I was playing Pathfinder before that. Oh, yeah, you were... Well, you... But anyway, there's lots of games out there. Yeah, and not just D&D. I've never even heard of some of these. I I haven't heard of any of these. Uh, That kaiju one sounds pretty interesting to me. The Persona-based one Mm -hmm. sounds interesting to me. So, If you're looking for new systems to learn, go check out this podcast. Bacon-flavored pod. Thank you, John Husky. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in getting a Mognet message, just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. Haley runs the account. We do payments through PayPal. They're $20 five dollars each so just email me mm-hmm. and i mean her and we'll make it happen there are tons of open slots for the rest <laughs> of the season like there's still like 40 or 50 episodes left yeah. so yeah send those in huge shout out and thank you to our patreon supporters as always we thank you so much drive and inspiration from that existing and from all your support we really do. And if you would like to support the show and ensure that it continues... Go to patreon.com slash nocatpodcast. Yep, and that's where you can unlock the video version and find all the bonus content we've done over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have more bonus content coming up for this season. Yeah, we've been point. talking about some ideas. But yeah, thank you all of you patron, patrons, Patreon Thank you, people. thanks. Check out our shirts and mugs on Etsy. Yeah, go to it's Etsy.com. It's another great way to support the show. We've got the... I've got 99 potions and it was a bitch buying them all in Final Fantasy 1 t-shirts for sale still. Uh, as long yeah, we as, bought too as, many as well as other stuff. That Shut stuff. Up, Tell a friend. Dessert time. The dessert this week is going to be spending about an hour and a half digging through a streaming service looking for something to watch and being unable to find a single thing before you decide to go to bed early. I love ordering that at the end of a big meal. Right? <laughs> Do it all the time. It's just a good <laughs> digestif. So that's dessert. That's dessert. Enjoy it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. And at the moment, I was hungry, and I was trying to imagine the first like real thing I eat being that potato, and I was like, I can't. Well, that was why I was like, we should eat something small.
Well, yeah, but to I was me, like, like cereal will last then, me, like, 45 minutes. Well, that's why I was like, oh, and then, like, this will be such a light meal, we'll just... You know, earlier, it would be better to make it earlier in the day than, like, right at the end of the day. 